Everyone, welcome to episode two of the Dis Unlimited podcast. I'm Craig Williams, and joining me for our virtual roundtable discussion this week includes Rhino. Hello, John Magi. Hi, everybody. Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. And Erica Resnick. Hi, friends. Hello, everyone. I'm, I'm glad to see all your faces again. How's everyone doing this week? You liar. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to see Rhino's emotional support pillow. I, this is for this week. was over the belly when I'm feeling too. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's honest about it, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's a start. But uh, I hope everyone is doing fantastic this week, and you're all ready to have a fun little time with us here talking about Disney. And uh, I want to start off by thanking everyone last week for giving their feedback, whether it was brutally honest uh, or you know politely honest in any way. You know, I was reading everything that was coming in. We're going to kind of tweak some stuff up this week. We're going to shorten the news segment. And uh, the biggest change that we're going to make is we're going to try to kind of launch right off the bat into a little bit more of a, a fun discussion right away by letting everyone kick off the show with talking about what's exciting in their Disney worlds this week. And uh, yeah, I think it'll put all of us in a great mood. But before we do that, I do need to remind you that this show is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Uh, if you like our content, you want to support us, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It'll cost you no extra money. You get the support of the amazing travel agents with Dreams Unlimited Travel. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free no obligation quote. Uh, now, I had a bunch of things planned to say that I completely forgot about, but uh, that doesn't matter. Uh, we're going to have a great show here. Uh, we have a dining review from John and Kevin at the end of the show. It's an off-property dining review. So for everyone who's been asking for tips and recommendations for off-property dining, you're going to want to stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, I am very excited to jump into it. So uh, we're going to kick off right away, unless anyone else has anything to say here before we get to... You want to talk about the five shot? Why there's five of us? And oh, yes, absolutely. We can talk about everybody. that. Obviously, uh, for audio listeners, uh, not a huge deal in terms of who's on the show, unless you're asking, like, hey, you relaunched the show last week and it was missing, you know, Teresa, who was on a backstage magic, uh, Kathy, Erica, who has been such a stalwart for us over the past couple of weeks. Uh, I know you might be asking those questions. Basically, right now, while we're in virtual mode, uh, the software that we use is limiting us for a higher quality video source uh, it's limiting us to five people total so we will be rotating people in and out over the week so you'll get to see some other faces as we continue moving along here and hopefully it won't take long to find a studio i know it's taken us longer than we expected but uh you know when you have a budget and a certain area you're looking for and certain needs within it uh it really you know it kind of limits your options and that's what we ran into we're just we're not finding something that's suitable for us right now and as soon as we can we will be back in person where i know everyone enjoys it more we would enjoy it more uh the last thing i want to do is have to do this virtually uh it's it's a lot harder to get in a good flow but that's that's right now we're we're dealing we're dealing with what the cards that were dealt to us are you can just say it john is cheap <laughs> and you won't let you spend the amount of money you want and wait a minute Kevin, we have to drink at the same time because that's what Erica and Ryan are doing. So we have to drink at the same time. I know. Cups don't match. We are sad. I I think the Welcome Center would have been a great place for it, except I don't trust Teresa to not sell the equipment in between the times that we're not there. We'll just start to see it go little by little. Didn't we have seven cameras before? <laughs> now we're down to three. But Plus it's it. an hour away. 
that that as well too but you know there's other people who have to commute more and honestly are listening to us right now probably during their longer commute so uh i feel bad for those people but hopefully we'll give them a little entertainment today so let's kick things off with talking about what's happening in our disney world and i actually i want to start with you kevin because i think i think yours is a good starting place there are three restaurants on Disney property that have gotten some new res- uh, menu items. I apologize. I have to read this because it's kind of in depth at Disney's wilderness lodge. Geyser point bar and grill has gotten some new stuff. You can still get the bison burger, but they've added crispy Peking ribs tossed in tasty Peking sauce with cashews. That sounds good. Geyser chicken wings. Uh, there's a charcuterie flatbread. There's a turkey BLT sandwich, and then they have some new um, vegan, plant-based, uh, that I, I said vegan, it's plant-based, macaroni and cheese bites, vegetable burger with cheese, multi-grain salad with tofu, that does not sound good, um, and there's a new menu called the Pineapple Mule, that sounds good too, uh, at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. There's the Three Bridges Bar and Grill at Villa Del Lago. There's Korean Fried Chicken Baldwin's. I'm going to. Uh, I am going to Disney's Coronado Springs to get the Disney or the, the Korean Fried Chicken Baldwin's. I'm sorry, the mail person was here. There's tamarind soy glazed pork ribs and ceviche classic. There's a refreshing Villa de Lago wedge salad and other stuff. Um, also, there's pork carnitas tacos, chicken mole poblano. This is the one that intrigues me. Uh, sweet corn walking cheese tamale. If I said walking wrong, sorry. Yes, you heard that right. Rich mole poblano sauce. Um And then there are warm churros are still on the menu, and they've ordered coconut. Now they're having coconut flan. Um, and finally, at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, at a place called Banana Cabana, they are going to have the Banana Cabana Burger, the Rum Barbecue, and Guava Buffalo Wings. And seafood fritters. All of these things sound like a step up and worth the trip. So if you're out and about, check out these new things at these places. I think it all sounds good. Um, there's one thing that I'm quite irritated about in all of this, and that's a three. No, I, I I don't care about Banana Cabana and Geyser Point, you know, always go crazy. Um, my issue is with Three Bridges. They are replacing oh. their signature burger. They, I mean, technically it's going into place here. But uh, so I don't understand how you can have a signature burger on the menu for years. And then all of a sudden you just change all the ingredients on the signature burger, but still call it the same. Uh, so the, the last signature burger, I'm going to show you my takeout from there last night, even though it looks disgusting. It was freaking delicious. Uh, I had to get a last one in before it was gone. But the old signature burger used like the potato strips on there to add some extra saltiness and a little crunch. It had manchego cheese on it, so it felt like it elevated. The aioli was so delectable and finish it off with lettuce and tomato. And now they're switching it up to add on freaking like tomato jam and adding on a, a another type of jam a bacon jam and you start throwing in all these jams it starts getting extremely sweet and i am so tired of eating sweet burgers even when it's a sweet and savory balance like it's still like you can go a little bit of jam takes it way too sweet way too quickly and so it's breaking my heart without jam it's not, you it's could, not but it's 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 not my jam. I I uh, want also, the old signature. Oh burger. Was that photo from your prison cell or what's that? <laughs> yeah. The one was that photo from your prison cell? It looked a little. Like, it looked no, a little I was going like, to say 
that they, countertop they, is the same countertop Kevin and I have in our bathroom. So you got into our yeah. bathroom. <laughs> I, that's actually that's where I shame me. If you didn't yeah, know, that, that is exactly where I shame you. So you didn't hear me come in last night, but uh, I, did, I cried. I cried quite yeah. a bit. But I did hear yeah. someone mumble jam, jam, jam over and over again. So I thought it might have been you. It absolutely was. So I wasn't proud of myself. And I kept telling myself, I'm like, why didn't I just eat at home? But you know what? Sometimes when you're in an emotional crisis, you make the decisions no. that feel best for you. Is that All with the restaurant review? Sorry, What's I that? stepped on you. No, I was going to say, is that uh, is that where you'll be doing the off-property restaurant review from today? Yeah, from John. Yeah, I'm actually doing a follow-up after John and Kevin. Okay, okay, and okay. We brought all be... the food home for Craig to eat in our bathroom. <laughs> all of this will be on the Diz. Listen, and you can read the full menus and see the differences, and read the ingredients that I didn't read. No, and here's the deal: if the bathroom's clean enough. I'll eat in there. I'm, I have no. <laughs> I'll just say. But... Came on Friday, so you're safe. Perfect. There we go. Uh, thank you for sharing, Kevin. Uh, I should have asked for volunteers. Who wants? Who wants to go next? What's happening in your Disney worlds? I'll go next. Okay. No one's going to jump at it. So yesterday there was a unveiling of a brand new munchling at disney springs and um of course i was going to be there uh because why would i not be there i love munchlings and they were hinting as to what this new munchling would be and it's heimlich uh from a bug's life and chef amanda from emirates um and her whole team was there talking about the desserts they made to match the plush so this is where culinary and merchandising uh they came together to make a treat that matches the munchling so it was really cute they did a whole presentation of how they make um the pinatas like they showed the molds and everything i thought that was really cool but the best part was when they let us in to world of disney to go buy the munchling everyone was able to get two um two per guest and um i only bought one because i don't need two uh but i love it and munchlings they make me so happy and recently like disney hasn't been doing the whole scented plush thing anymore with them maybe something happened someone had an allergic reaction we don't know and it's valid if something did happen that they stopped doing that but i can happily report that this one does smell like chocolate so that's a really nice touch but it just uh, it made me really happy i didn't have like the best weekend so going to do that and getting my own little munchling just made me very happy to add more to my collection and i like that they open this one to the public. People were running to get their wristbands. You had to get a wristband. Um, They're very strict that you couldn't park in the garages before 9am. People were literally running and I'm like, guys, we're all going to get inside. It'll be fine. But it was nice that they did open it to the public. And um, there were a lot of people all in like their munchling outfits. Like they were hardcore fans. Um, But it was was cute. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was it, um, is it supposed to smell like chocolate or did something so accidentally put it near chocolate? No, so out? when they first started the like Munchling collection, they all had different scents. So um, like they used to have gingerbread scented ones and they had um, like they had a figment one that smelled like fig. Um, I have a bunch down downstairs. There was one that smells like a, a red pepper. Um, it was cute. They had like sweet and savory. And then all of a sudden they just stopped smelling, um, which made me sad because I, I liked that they all had a different scent. Um, but now it seems like with these like limited edition ones that they're doing, or maybe just the ones that they're making with the culinary team do have a scent attached to them. But the rest of the ones that are in the parks right now don't have a scent attached to them anymore. Did you wear a munchling outfit? No, I was wearing um, like a flannel and <laughs> leggings and a hat. I was like probably the only Could person wearing all black. <laughs> um, so very colorful. They have like <laughs> munchling book bags and water bottles. So people had their little munchling bags and their water bottles. Um, you know, very all preppy and cute. And I was just very much like Rhino said, incognito. Um, and all in black. 
as my normal attire is, <laughs> but people were all colorful wearing their little accessories. Um, did you see there's a Munchling advent calendar? Somebody just mentioned it in the chat. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I, this is, I know I have a problem. Okay. I understand. I saw the advent calendar and on the outside, it doesn't say advent calendar. It doesn't say anything. It just says Munchlings plush. So I was trying my hardest to peek through the little cracks to see what was inside. And you can see like the perforated edges. So it is an advent calendar and I will be buying that for my birthday for myself so that I could have the advent calendar for That's December 1st forward. It was like, like, I think it's like 30 bucks or something. I don't know. I didn't like look hardcore into the price because I was just amazed. So it's like one a month or is it one, one a day? Cause I had an advent it's like one a, a Funko Pop. Okay. Cause I had a Funko Pop advent uh, for the office like calendar two years ago. And it gave me like little mini Funko pops every day. So now I have like yeah. 25. Of the how, office uh, that's how an advent pops. calendar works right now. If you have you heard about this big no. deal, big thing they're doing. <laughs> I'm going to be waiting done. for the munchling menorah so I can light one on fire each night. So oh my God. <laughs> and then it'll smell. Advent calendar. So every day during the advent, you open up the door and there's a chocolate. Until John gets frisky and rips the back off the advent calendar. <laughs> it's not realistic to expect a fat guy to wait every day for one piece of chocolate. I'm sorry. I think I'm perfectly willing on my right to poke six or seven out of the time. I think that's so valid. But I am yeah. going to buy it, and I am going to go through it and see what it has. Cause I think obviously they're going to be smaller ones. Uh, I want to see like how many days because I was trying to read the description. It didn't say how many or anything. Somebody said twelve. Um, yeah, twelve and one hundred fifty dollars. Okay. <laughs> so oh they're my both God. Guys. But a I'm usual advent listen. calendar is more than that because it usually starts it's around the first of the four. month and it goes to Christmas. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So the fact that they're only twelve that's unusual. The twelve days well, of Munchlings, you know. 12 yeah. days of Christmas, so, 12 days of Munchlings. <laughs> We're really breaking down this important Disney news here right now, everyone. I I'm going to ask all of my family members for uh, Disney gift cards for my birthday so that I can go buy the advent calendar. <laughs> there you go. I, I don't want to call us heroes today, but I think we kind of <laughs> then are. don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> resist the urge to call us heroes. <laughs> okay. Uh, who wants to go next? Rhino? You? You don't uh, have to. I mean, yeah, I can. I, I feel like mine wasn't like park related, so that's why I was going to wait till the end. But we'll all judge you equally. Well, that's good. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> okay, so I wanted to talk. It's not. It's not in the parks. Um, but I, I finished because last Tuesday was the final episode of this season, at least, of Ahsoka, the Star Wars show on Disney and this was a show I did keep up with. I watched the episodes every week as they came out. I watched the animated show Rebels um, that this is definitely a sequel to. Um, I finished that just before this started. And um, that was okay. Uh, like, I know some people love it. Like, when it's good, it's great. But there's a lot. There was, like, some of it had a lot of filler. Um, but I felt like I right from the beginning of Ahsoka, I was like, there's interesting stuff in the show. But I feel like ultimately it did the thing that I feel like Star Wars is doing lately, or maybe it's don't all the spoil Disney. Spoil it, okay? I'm not gonna. I won't say specifics, okay. but I'm gonna say um, it just felt like I had talked to Craig. I think about three episodes into it. It's six episodes, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. not or is no. it eight? It's eight episodes. Eight, eight episodes. Um, so about four episodes in, I I was really like. I know, I know what's going to happen now. I, not step beat by beat, but I was like, I know exactly what's going to happen. And the show feels like it's really taking its time getting to where we know it's going to happen. And I was like, I don't think the show's going to have an ending. And I don't feel like it did have an ending. Um, I've been talking to some friends about it. Like my friend Brooke loved it. And, um, you know, Craig, I know you'll step in in a second here. I think to give your opinion on it stuff. And it's not like I didn't enjoy it. I very much, I very much enjoyed it. Um, but I feel like it was one of those things where I saw, um, I saw like an article afterwards, uh, headline, um, on like deadline or, or dark horizons or something like that, where it was like, uh, Ahsoka season two seems more likely. 
And I'm like, what do you mean seems more likely? It definitely has to have a second season. Um, so I, I just feel like there was an emotional arc that was, I feel like, completed more or less than there. But there was definitely some... I feel like there was definitely a lot of open-endedness to it. Um, I appreciated it. I hope, uh, I mean, if you've been following like announcements about stuff, we know that Dave Filoni, who wrote this whole show and directed two episodes, that he is also handling a Mandalorian verse movie because they said that basically anything that kind of comes out now in terms of Star Wars at Lucasfilm, that currently the Mandalorian era, which is post Return of the Jedi, pre, um, pre Disney movies is, um, their current present. So that's where, like, where anything that takes place in the present takes place in the Mandalorian, the Mandoverse. But I'm, I'm hoping that that Mandalorian movie, or at least where the end of the show was going, is going to kind of do what Star Wars does best. And it's take 15 years to write the story that then makes the thing that came out 25 years ago good. So it's one of those where like the Clone Wars made the prequels that much better. Right. And I feel like we need something that's going to really help make um, some of the uh, the Disney era movies just give them a little more punch. Like we don't know anything about like Snoke or where the first order came from or how it was going. And I I know Craig doesn't agree with me in this and a lot of people don't agree with this, but I love Force Awakens like that is one of my favorite Star Wars movies. I don't love anything that followed that movie. Um, cause I feel like it set up a lot of stuff that didn't deliver on. So I'm hoping the show's leading into s- to some answers that that was kind of never given for some of this stuff. Um, uh, it's just, it's frustrating because it's like eight episodes of a show and you know that we're not going to get another season of this show for like a year and a half, two years, easy minimum. And I was like, I cannot watch TV this slow. It remember the days when a show would September and end in May. I miss those. <laughs> well, I will uh, now politely cut you off and just say, I think people need to get back to be conditioned with TV that not everything needs a second season. And sometimes things end and it's not a cliffhanger. It's just not how they people want it to end. So then they're like, well, there's clearly got to be a second season. No, that's not always the case with anything. And, and sometimes it's, it's viewership, right? If something doesn't yeah. go the way of uh, uh, studio plans, they're not going to put the money into a second season. So even in streaming, they've got to make these decisions about stuff's going to end without conclusions being done. I watched yeah. the first episode. I will, I will say that. Um, I was very impressed with how much money they spent. Oh. There was a great deal of money spent on this uh, first episode. Um, I was a little bored, hoping it gets better. It- it, it picks uh, up. It, it sounds it, like episode one of the Dis Unlimited podcast. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> spent a lot of money, and I was a little worried. <laughs> this is all computer. This is all CGI. Yeah, um, we're in the volume right now. Um, no, so I well, my thing with the, I think that's I agree with you, John. Is that sort of thing where it's like the viewership numbers and stuff. I wish more of these shows kind of told that one complete story and i'm not against what craig is saying like not every i agree not everything does need a second season or more seasons or i I like kind of when characters from one story kind of start to disperse and go into other stories because that is one of the things i enjoy about star wars specifically the ahsoka tano character because she was like the main character of rebels um you know or one of them and then she showed up or not rebels i'm sorry in clone wars and then she shows up in rebels but she's only in like nine episodes of that show and then she's got this show, but she was also in The Mandalorian. And I kind of love that sort of, because that's that's more realistic to kind of painting this picture of this really large, encompassing universe. And I think where Ahsoka ends, there's some really interesting potential for brand new stories in the Star Wars universe. But then also, I think there's going to be some of that like splintering over into another into another show. It's just one of those things where it felt like it was kind of tiptoeing into what it was doing as opposed to just like telling this, like thi- I, I think that's my, my promise. It makes me sad. Like Ray Stevenson gave such a great performance as his character in the show. And I, I know Craig, you don't agree with me on this. I don't feel like his character's story was completed. So well, I, I, he's also I, dead I, now. So, right. And that's my thing is that's why I'm, it makes me sad. And I'm like, Oh man, if only, uh, you know what do you do do you re i'm i mean guess they're no. gonna have to recast yeah you let if they you let the story come to an end and just accept that sometimes stories need to end 
that's well that's, it. that's the problem is i don't feel like there is an end they didn't make the end to that story and i think they that's did my it just wasn't on. what you liked but we're gonna no, we it are, is not i read going, a whole I, no along. i read we're a whole along. article you can't say it definitively about that kevin though. will leave this about <laughs> kevin will leave this right now he's already sure oh my god so he's already not <laughs> reading the purse blogs, and I'm looking at purses online. So we're, we're I am not looking done. at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, John, what do you have for us? Um, so last week we talked about some dis- discounts that came out, and I told everybody we are in the season of discounts, and Disney did not leave me hanging. Because uh, right after the show, the following day, Disney has released two new discounts. Um, and you know, I don't want to get into really, really nitty gritty stuff, but I do want to point out there's some really unprecedented stuff going on with these specific discounts that makes you wonder how bad things are. So first of all, the discounts were announced weeks and in one case a month before they will actually be able to be booked and purchased, um, by guests. So the fact that there's this much lead time out there in announcing these discounts, really unheard of. Usually a discount gets released and you you book it the same day, or maybe it's a couple days later. The fact that these were released and then it's like weeks and weeks and weeks until you can actually book them is really crazy. The second unprecedented thing that's going on is that these are ticket discounts. Disney almost never releases a ticket discount. If you go back to all the discounts that are currently out, they're all percentage off packages or room reservations, but it's the resort portion of the reservation that's discounted. It's never off of the actual tickets. And if Rhino is yawning during my Power Disney World section, I'm going to be mad. I promise I wasn't. Because uh, I was paying attention to yours. So, so uh, the first one out is a 50% off kids play and dine offer. This is going to come out on November 14th of this year, 2023. That's when you can start booking it. And it's from most nights, March 3rd through June 30th, 2024. Kids ages three through nine. Uh, We'll get theme park tickets and dining plans at half off of the non-discounted rate for a four-night, four-day Walt Disney World vacation. Everybody in the family must have the same plan and have the same tickets, but the kids' portion of the tickets and the dining plan will be 50% off. So we've got some aggressive discounts going on right now. There's the holidays one. There's the dining card one. There's the early 2024 one. So I asked one of my agents, Kelly Barnes, um, to give me some comparative pricing. Let's look at this discount versus everything else that's out now and what's the better discount. We tried to keep everything the same. Same resort, Caribbean Beach. Same uh, room type, standard room, uh, same party size, two adults, two children, ages seven and eight. Same tickets, four-day tickets for everybody with no park hopper. Same travel dates, March 3rd through March 7th of 2024. And when you do a line-by-line comparison, this new discount is significantly better than all of the other discounts that are out there. Now, again, remember, this is for just the kids. So your savings may vary depending on if you only have one child that fits in this age range or uh, no children at all. But if they have two kids who fit in the age range, the 50% off kids tickets and dining significantly better than other offers. As an example, the 25% offer that's going on right now, that is roughly $700 more for the same family of four than if they book the 50% off kids pricing. Um, The Disney Visa discount, similar to the 25% off, if you book the 50% off kids tickets and dining, you're looking at about a $700 difference. 
depending on the dining plan you pick. And then the other one is the new, is the current dining card promotion, which is not a percentage off. You get a dining card for your party for a certain amount based on your spend of your total package. So the savings for the dining card would be roughly $500, but this 50% off for the kids' ticket and the kids' dining comes to $700. And so that's a significant difference in the package types. Um, again, important that you can't book it yet, but when you can book it, what you should be doing is you should be looking at all of the discounts available and comparing them to see what works best for you and your family. Again, those travel dates, March 3rd through June 30th, 2024. Also, this is crazy times we're in. You're talking about there's a discount from now, or there will be a discount from now until the end of June of next year. Never heard of from Disney before. So they're having trouble getting people in their park. Well, maybe not in their parks, but they're having trouble getting people in their resorts. Well, so that's the first offer. I sorry, go ahead, Craig. I was just going to throw this out there because I feel like it has to be asked now with that discount going all the way to June 30th, then Disney's obviously going to wait and see what the end of summer looks like for them into the fall. Is it possible we will see free dining packages? offered faster than we ever expect. I mean, I didn't think we were ever going to see them again, but with reservations down so much, could it be back? So I've had this conversation with Disney executives over and over again. The holy grail of discounts is free dining. They announce free dining and forget about it. It's, it's crazy. Um, and I say to them, why don't you guys just do free dining? Just get it over with. Pull the Band-Aid off quick. Do it, get your resorts full, and then you can go back to your other pricing options. They are pushing back on offering free dining. I guess you, your assumption could be right. They're going to wait and see how all of this works and what works best for them. Um, but, yeah, I don't know that we're going to see free dining. If we do, it might be um, the, around the usual time, which is fall uh, of 2024. But, again, I don't know. Craig, it's really, really okay. tough. Um, again, this whole ticket thing is, is unusual. They're doing a big push now. They're really trying to get families with kids in this three to nine age range into the parks, into Walt Disney World. It's all part of their push to sort of um, build a legacy, if you will, you know, get, get the, the families with these young kids in and they get excited and then they get their kids hooked on going to Disney. And then that will perpetuate into the future of, uh, people wanting to visit the theme, the parks and staying at Walt Disney World. But we'll Which say it's kind of wild because it felt like for the longest time there under the Chapek area, that was the exact audience that they didn't care about anymore. It's come do your once in a lifetime trip and then don't bother coming back. But now it's no, we, you know, build that relationship with Disney, make it part of your, your family and your traditions forever and ever. So it's uh wild to see that they're kind of shifting back into that, which is, where they should have never left. Never left, right. Yeah. And what's interesting about what you just said is that um, I spoke to someone at Disney and they said, I, I don't know if, you, if people realize this, but the Disney company has been part of people's lives for six generations. So you have six generations of people who have always loved Disney and their kids love Disney and their grandkids love Disney. And the fact that we kind of went to this, um, you know, one and done, come visit, spend all your money and never come back, which is not exactly what they where they positioned it, but that's how it felt. It's interesting to see them now go after families with kids three to nine. So let me just quick, I know I'm going on too long here. I apologize. But the second unprecedented discount is actually at Disneyland. Um, They're offering a discounted kids ticket. This is not tied to a package. You can put the ticket in a package, but you don't have to have a ticket or a resort stay. So beginning October 24th of 2023, guests can purchase a child's ticket, ages three to nine, to a Disneyland resort theme park for as low as $50 per child per day. You can choose a one, two, or three-day park ticket, 
And you can add things like Park Hopper and Genie Plus. Those are not discounted. The ticket portion would be discounted. Apologize, the dogs are going crazy. Um, the UPS truck went by and they thought that he was going to stop. He usually does. I was going to say they love a sale. <laughs> they love a discount. Um, uh, the tickets can be used. These limited time t- t- uh, tickets can be used between January 8th of 2024 and March 10th of 2024. There's no blockout dates for the pricing, which is unusual, but it would be subject to park availability. So if you're trying to go on a day when there's no park availability, that's going to hurt you. So let's look at, again, I want to do some comparative pricing so people understand the discount. Currently, a one-day base ticket for the dates that the that the offer is valid, it's January 8th through March 10th of 2024, the one-day base ticket is, is tiered. So depending on the day you travel is the price. It ranges from $104 per day to $179 per day. Now the price will be $50. The question is, will that be tiered? Because it's saying starting at $50 per day. So those might be tiered, but still significant. If it's a, if it's 50 bucks for a $104 ticket, that's a significant savings. Two day base tickets are $270. Now you're looking at $100. If you buy two, two of these $50 per day tickets. Three-day base ticket, $340. Now you're paying $150. So significant savings for kids going to the theme park January through March. Yeah, that's uh, wild. If uh, if Rory was in the age that he you know needed tickets in order to be able to go, I'd probably just ship him out to California and say, go to, go to Disneyland by yourself. Here's 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. Have have fun for three days. <laughs> we got some. We got some friends out there who'll take care of them. I'm sure Nancy will go help them out and walk them around the park. Oh, there's plenty. There's always people, you know, <laughs> just sitting hanging out on on some of the roads around there. So he'll be fine. There's always someone <laughs> hanging out on the roads. I, I see it all the time when we uh, stay off property. It's there's always people willing to to help out. I'm sure, but uh, does he already have a girlfriend out there? Uh, probably i don't know oh yeah 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 technically i don't listen i don't want to force them together because we don't I, I, rory's gonna end up being the person who he is so i don't i don't want to force that but uh you know hanukkah's great so it, i think you missed happens, a joke happens. you know you should have said adult supervision is for the week <laughs> no today today we're all about strength so no no weakness this no, no weakness today. this week but uh john no thank you so today. much for for uh running us through all those discounts so uh big, i believe big discounts. go for it big big really really big discounts johnny carson would be impressed i'm sure uh i don't even know what that means um let's move on to our bullet point news and with that we're going to go over a couple news stories this week that i deem to be worthy of at least mentioning and we'll see how much we actually want to discuss them uh we'll kick things off with new celebrity narrators announced for candlelight processional at epcot Uh, a lot of people are very excited about one in particular uh in terms of the list this year we have chrissy metz uh Louis Fonzi, Anne-Margaret, Simu Liu, uh, John Stamos, Neil Patrick Harris, Marley Martin, Brendan Marley Fraser. Marley Matlin. Marley Matlin. Thank you. Uh, Brendan, you Brendan Fraser, uh, Ava Longoria, Joey McIntyre, Sterling K. Brown, Jordan Fisher, Stephen Curtis Chapman, Audra McDonald, and Lisa Ling. Obviously, the one that people are losing their minds about is Brendan Fraser. And uh, it should say Academy Award winning Brendan Fraser right there <laughs> in there. But uh, that's those dates are going to be the hardest ones to get December 12th through the 14th. But uh, a, an absolute stacked lineup for Candlelight yeah. Processional this year. I'm I'm shocked by how many big names they have. But you know, when you add so many people to the Disney family, I feel like that's you, you start pulling them in that way. But uh, is yeah, Brendan, Brendan Fraser in the Disney family? Oh, George of the Jungle. Uh, sorry. I mean, that's kind of it 
though, right? I don't right? think yeah, there's anything think else. So, so Am it's I like crazy? I'm booking one for the first time in a very long time. I'm going to book a package, but not for, for Brendan. Oh, for Anne Margaret. Okay, okay, uh, not not a bad choice. He's, he's I'm a big Bye Bye Birdie fan. I said he's a big Bye Bye Birdie. Yeah, yeah, she was okay. Dick Van Dyke didn't care that they made the uh, her character. They changed the movie from the play, and they made it more about Anne Margaret's character as the McAfee daughter than they did in the play, and he wasn't happy about that. So he's got some uh, animosity there. Anyway, that was my gay well, fact of the day. I mean, <laughs> he's not he's not coming for candlelight processionals, so I guess his opinion on it doesn't matter. But um, you know what uh, yeah. I like about this lineup? I think it's uh-huh. interesting. For years, it seemed like it was always the same people. Yeah, and not that any disrespect to the people who were doing it, they were all fantastic. But for years, it was like, oh, I've seen that person before. I've seen that person before. I don't need to go again. This seems like really fresh. This lineup yeah. is very very fresh. I'd like to see Audrey yep. McDonald too. I mean, putting yeah. it into perspective, nine new narrators and only six that are returning. And I mean, the six that are returning, when you're talking about John Stamos, Neil Patrick Harris, uh, Marley Matlin, who Jamie is Leo. here a lot. Um, yeah, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Like, it's when you look at it too, I think they also invited back like the ones that people do come for. So it's. It, it, it's going to be interesting to see how packed it is this year. You know, there's still some in there that I don't think are going to get people as excited as others, but I, you know, there's, there's at least six or seven on that list that I would go, I'd be happy to see them watch, but yeah, yeah I mean, I'm Brendan Fraser's number one. I'm definitely camping out for Jordan Fisher and for Chrissy because I love this is us. So I want to see her as well, but for Jordan Fisher, I would definitely be camping out and like maybe actually buy a package. For the first I'm time not, ever. What's This Is Us? It's Are an you? amazing show. No. Don't answer him. Is Don't it the NBC dare? show with the crock pot? Yes. With Sterling well, K. Then, Brown. Wouldn't you want Sterling yes, K. Brown too? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah. If they have first of all, of them, spoiler like, alert. He said crock pot. <laughs> spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, haven't seen the it. entire it's world. One of my pot. favorite <laughs> shows in the entire world. It is so good. Well, so you got two from that show then. I know. And but he was also in Frozen Two, so that's another way that he's there for. But um, Jordan Fisher, I have to, I have to. Well, I don't think he'll break into Happily Ever After like you want him to, but that's no, I'm not expecting okay. that. I just want to see him. <laughs> well, you can always buy a ticket to see him on Broadway. He's now going to be performing in Hades Town, the show I know, I've I seen multiple times and absolutely recommend. So, that uh, is so exciting go, for him. Yeah. I love it. Go see Jordan Fisher I'm, in Hades Town. <laughs> What's you know who Jordan Fisher is? Yeah, he was in Hades Town and he was. Well, he will be in Hades Town. He was in. That uh, form of lies? He was in <laughs> Hamilton. He was in uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Right. He, he, sings, was... he sings the Happily Ever right. After song for the fireworks. Yeah. I'm very up to my Jordan Fisher knowledge. I, the that's Flash. the one thing I, I, I try to stay like I try to stay knowledgeable about his career at all times. Don't ask why, Excellent. but yeah, you know, it's my, Excellent. that's my superhero gift, but uh, moving on in our news here, bullet point news uh, behind the attraction season two will be debuting on Disney plus on November 1st. Uh, if you want it without ads, if you didn't see that it's going up to $140 Girl. a year, which yeah. I still, I think no. that's still a deal in my opinion. No. Craig, what? more than that. It's a, uh, wait, the Disney Plus without ads, I literally have it open on my computer right now. It's $171 a year without ads. Uh, no, if you buy if you buy it with the, the full year in advance, it's $139.99. I'm looking at it right now because mine. I just got a notice while the show was going on. And I'm. it says right here, current plan, Disney Plus premium, $170.97 a year. Disney with no ads. Is that after taxes then? I mean, yeah, I'm just that, saying I got it, an email that told me it was $139.99. I'm going to send, I'm going to send you the screenshot. I don't, and I don't believe it, you. Either way, it's that's getting the part expensive. where I'm like, it's wait, that's even more than I thought. Yeah. It, it's almost double the price. That's insane. But I mean, it's still, I'm it. <laughs> I, I still think <laughs> in terms of, yeah. 
in terms of disney fans i think there's still value uh you know we're we're trying to indoctrinate rory onto bluey right now so it will be absolutely necessary and uh for i'm a spectrum customer so after their little fight there i lost like half the disney channels and fx x and so much that now it's like disney has forced me to keep all of their streaming services uh so i have to stick with it but yeah Behind the Attraction Season 2 debuting on November 1st. If you didn't watch the first one, uh, but you stayed at a Disney resort that has the Disney Plus channel that shows highlights, then you've probably seen at least one episode. I know Kylie watched the Haunted Mansion episode at least 13 times while we were in Disneyland and wanted to rip her hair out. Um, <laughs> it's, I think the format of the show is obnoxious. It's kind of like a documentary style, but they try to frame the story by like, making jokes along the way and acting like the people said things that they didn't quite say it's annoying it's just annoying it's not for me but uh new episodes are based on pirates of the caribbean big thunder mountain railroad indiana jones adventure epcot food and nighttime spectaculars so Dwayne the rock johnson produces it i i mean i i'm interested in the episodes indiana jones adventure epcot they already showed off one promotional image that like showed the top of spaceship earth, like a, like the inside where the earth is as you begin your turnaround for return navigation. And I'm like, I would love to see more stuff like that, but not if I'm just annoyed constantly. <laughs> I am the first episode of the Diz Unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so that then will lead us into our final news story that is fresh as of this morning and that is that the tale of moana is officially going to be the third stage show coming to the disney treasure in december of 2024 which this seemed like a no-brainer you know beauty and the beast uh sees the adventure and then it's it's a ship the treasure that's all about adventure and excitement why not use a moana show in there and that's exactly what it's going to be and i think i think it's going to be the highlight beauty and the beast still makes no sense at all on that ship but moana feels like it's going to fit in perfectly okay i believe no one cares so long it's so long i fell asleep watching it so long and it's live it's one of those things you got You've you've got to see it to to really pass judgment. Yeah. It's really nice to see that that character is getting some attention. It's not, and no offense to this, but it's not the Little Mermaid again, and it's not Frozen again, which seem mm. to be the the you know these franchises that Disney uses more. But I'm excited that Moana is right. I'm excited that Moana is getting some attention. I mean, just hoping I'm- that it's good. I'm always excited for Golden Mickey's. You know, you've got that awesome cameo from Bob Iger. You've got an oh, awesome cameo from Tim Allen. Like it's, it's the show that has redefined all stage shows on on cruise ships forever. So sure. that's just one man's opinion. Uh, but I think it's a good fit. But uh, that's it for our bullet point news. If we don't have anything else to say about it, then we can move on to our dining review from John and Kevin. So, last chance. Okay, let's move on to the dining review. So, take it away, John and Kevin. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get started. Just gonna give you a little background. Um, we uh, went to Reggiano's, which is located in Celebration. Um, I think everybody who watches our show knows about Celebration, but it's in Kissimmee. And it's pretty much the town that Disney built. They had a, a piece of land. They decided that they were going to build a town, sort of a self-enclosed thing, sort of following the Epcot tradition. Uh, it is now, now long, no longer a Disney town. It's under its own governance. But um, it's a great place to go. It's cute. It's quaint. Um, there's a great deal of shopping and restaurants and just some awesome stuff. It's got one of our favorite restaurants ever over there, and that's the Celebration Town Tavern. But down the street from the Celebration Town Tavern on the waterfront is a restaurant called Reggiano's. It's about a year old. It's It was used to be a different restaurant for many years, and then it changed ownership. And we Cafe Antonio. Right. And we finally had a chance to go over and check it out, and we enjoyed it so much. We ate there twice in two weeks. We Twice in one week, we 
Sunday dinner there twice in a row. So uh, we think it's excellent. I'm going to let Kevin start with the food stuff. Take it away, Kevin. First of all, this is a restaurant that has a sister restaurant in Staten Island. So it's an established concept. And this is, I thought it was great. I think it's good old-fashioned Italian food. Um, we went on Sunday, and on Sunday they, there is also a flea market, not a flea market, a farmer's market outside on the Main Street and Front Street. It runs from about 9 a.m., and they really, really start breaking down around 1.30. It's pretty much all over by 2 o'clock. But the restaurant, if you've ever been to had been to the other one, Cafe D'Antonio. It's set up very much the same, but it's also, it's been redecorated. Uh, We had rosemary marinated olives, sweet peppers, citrus, rosemary, Calabrian chili, and toasted ciabatta bread. And we had fontina in carroza. It's fried cheese. Those are mozzarella sticks. And while they're good, there are other things that are better. Uh, we thought the olives were terrific. There's a little bit of a spice to them. We thought they were really good. Um, I am a sucker for warm olives, and this is warm olives in this citrusy olive oil uh, sauce uh, with their homemade bread, which is incredible, uh, crusty and flate and and soft on the inside, crispy on the outside. Tell them why their breads are so good, Kevin, and why their pastas are so good. Uh, Florida is known for having the wrong water to make crusty bread. It's very hard to find crusty bread if you're from anywhere north of the south. Um, <laughs> That's great. Like I grew up in upstate New York, and we had crusty bread. Like when you broke it, you got crumbs on the table. That doesn't happen very much in Florida. So what they do is they bring water from New York City to Florida to make their breads and um, bake dishes. So we th- we like that. I think there's a difference. I could tell the difference right away when we sat down. I was like, this is not Florida bread. This is really, really good. Um, and I thought the, the fried cheese was okay, too. I don't think it was anything horrible. It just wasn't as special as the I other things. The we nice word. I thought it was okay. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's a mozzarella stick in a different shape. It's not, so, it's not a destination meal. Correct. Are you, the olives right. are. Then we went on, we ordered at entrees. I judge every Italian restaurant. The first time I go there, I have to have the chicken parm. It's kind of like the bar. If their chicken parm is good, I'm willing to try other things. And their chicken parm was delicious. Absolutely delicious. Crispy on the outside, moist and tender inside, and a very good size portion. So like huge. Brought- the portion was huge. This, put, this picture doesn't do it justice. I mean, you, we brought this, you brought half of it home. I did. And we had another meal out of it. Uh, it comes with a side of pasta, and you have your choice of all the different pastas. Um, the the Parmesan was $29. This is not an inexpensive restaurant. This is this is fairly pricey. John ordered Nona's Sunday sauce. It's only available Saturday and Sunday. It's rigatoni pasta, it's rigatoni pasta, braised beef short ribs, pork sausage, Reggiano's meatball and pecorino romano. That is also $29. Uh, John literally moaned over this. He so first of all, I'd like everyone to, everyone to ooh and ah, and please take uh, a moment to appreciate this picture with the steam <laughs> coming off of steam. it. <laughs> I was very proud of this picture. But that was another thing that impressed me, was everything hit the table super hot. So, which I think, oh, I like that video too. I guess got to stop for a minute and watch it. <laughs> oh, man. So, but everything hit the tables hot, which is great because I hate it when stuff comes out and it's just lukewarm and you're, it's like, oh, it's okay. Um, growing up Italian, I am 100% Italian, believe it or not. And this definitely reminded me of 
Sunday dinners at my grandmother's house and a, and a Sunday gravy that is authentic and delicious. Their meatballs are killer. You can get their meatballs as an appetizer too, if you don't want to do this whole um, Sunday dinner thing. The meatballs are great. The braised short ribs are terrific. I didn't care for the sausage they used, just a personal preference. But again, tremendous amount of food. We brought half of this home uh, to eat later. Um, and then there was something else I wanted to say about this. Oh, and I don't know if Kevin mentioned this or not. Only available Saturdays and Sundays on the menu. So if you want to get Nona's Sunday gravy, you have to go on a weekend. We went back a second time, and I'd like to tell you that I was very adventurous and tried something else. John did. John tried the Basteca de Castada. It is a 16-ounce cab, C-A-B, boneless ribeye, espresso Calabrian chili rub, wood oven roasted mushrooms, rosemary roasted fingerling potatoes, and this was $46. Uh John, we've been to Italy a couple times, and when you're in Florence, one of the main things on the menu is bistecca. I think they call it bistecca fiorentina. John said this was as good as the one he had in Italy. This was unbelievable. First of all, um, cooked to perfection. You know, when you go out and you say to somebody, I want a medium steak or a medium rare steak, and it comes back well, well done or overdone, drives me crazy. Cooked beautifully, cooked to perfection. Uh, everything on it was delicious, and everything around it was delicious, and the steak itself was delicious. So the piece of meat was melt in your mouth, uh, buttery and savory, and just so good. And those mushrooms were oh my gosh, those mushrooms were killer. Um, and again, huge. Oh, that came home with us too. Yeah, a huge portion of it. I mean, it's just. When you look at the individual prices on this menu, you could easily share a dish or you can do like we did, which is order whatever we wanted and then bring the rest home and get two meals out of it. So, yeah, on the expensive side, maybe not, maybe a special occasion restaurant, but something that's terrific. And the only thing we didn't really care for was you ordered a side of roasted carrots, Kevin. And for some reason, it just described. They were described a little, the description was fancy. I I had a a special and salt. I don't think it's on the menu. I think it was a special side dish. No, it's a side, a contorny. And they were okay. They came home with us too, and they went into a frittata. So we fixed them up. The last thing we ordered was we ordered uh, dessert. We ordered dolce. We had a torta de pistachio, which is pistachio and olive oil cake, vanilla whipped cream, and roasted uh, strawberry jam. I've got to tell you, we thought we shared this. A couple of us shared this. After this meal, it's it's hard to fit in dessert. This was delicious. Just delicious. Uh, it was buttery and smooth. And the I thought the olive oil cake was going to be olive oily. It was a very, very light pistachio cake. And the whipped cream and the strawberries just made everything. It made it all come together. We are so, uh, somebody else ordered the Zeppoli de Ricotta. It's Italian ricotta cake donut, Nutella ganache with vanilla whipped cream. I'm sorry. What about that sounds bad? And they have um, a little cinnamon sugar over the top of them. They came out steaming hot. There was some Nutella to dip them in. And the whipped cream was just incredible. Uh, we This has become a favorite restaurant of ours very quickly. It is, there's ample parking. Uh, we've been there twice. And we think this is a great place to go if you want to leave Disney property and try something different. Plus, you're right in celebration. So there are some stores and you can walk around the lake a little bit, uh, get a coffee. We think this is a real this, this is a great addition to Celebration and a great addition to our repertoire of restaurants that we go to. I also want to mention the service. I was very impressed with the service. Not just our waitress, who was terrific, but 
the whole staff. Um, I hate it when you in a restaurant and you ask somebody else who's not your wait staff for something and they go, Oh, I'll get your waiter or waitress to help you. I, I think that's crazy. The fact that not only did that not happen here, everybody was willing to help, but people, everybody who passed our table said, is there something I can get you? Is there something I can do for you? Is everything okay? What can I do to help you out? So whether or not we were in their station, quote unquote, everybody was super friendly and super eager to, to help us out and, um, and help us along. So it was really, really great uh, ex- overall experience. Kevin mentioned the place uh, is decorated very nice, but what's really impressive is there is a front room that is all windows. So you get this beautiful view of the lakefront in celebration. You can watch the activities outside. We went during the, the farmer's market that Kevin mentioned, and you could see everybody bustling about. So it's a really great uh, overall experience for dining, not just food, not just atmosphere, but everything across the board was great. They accept reservations. Now, we went on a Sunday afternoon during the the farmer's market outside, so it was crowded. So having a reservation helped. But I would imagine that the weekends, Friday, Saturday, reservations can be tough to get at night, but they are open for lunch every day of the week. So this is a place that I would highly recommend. John, what about you? Oh, yeah. Super, super great place. Uh, Highly recommended, except don't overcrowd it because – I still want to be able to get a reservation. I don't want people in there taking up my seats. But I, um, That's literally why Rhino and I never share our favorite stuff. Because like, <laughs> I, <laughs> listen, I run the risk of then having to wait or not be able to get it. And, uh, you know, I, I'm selfish. I can admit that. <laughs> but, and what's really fun. tough about this is, right, because it's right down the street from Celebration Town Tavern, it's like Sophie's Choice. Like, where do we go? It's like our two favorite places are right next to each other. Wait, you so, let your dog choose where you eat? Not my Sophie. Oh. She didn't even get a vote. I thought pay. it was a funny joke. <laughs> it's hysterical. Thank um, you. Yeah, so <laughs> please check it out. Reggiano's Celebration. Uh, if you have a car, very easy to get to. I'm sure it's not an expensive Uber ride over from Disney property. Do it. I said it, do it. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you guys so much for sharing that off-property dining review. Once again, Reggiano's in celebration, ample parking day and night, uh, lunch, a great time to hit. As Kevin said, open for lunch and uh, pricing. uh, Honestly, it sounded like it was pricing that was very comparable to what you would find on Disney property, but uh, portion quality seemed like is definitely above what you would find at a lot of places. It's a signature, it's the, the signature restaurant pricing. Excellent. Excellent. So uh, check it out and let them know that John and Kevin sent you. And I don't think that'll give you a discount or anything, but at least maybe it'll give them some clout in the restaurant. <laughs> No one will care. I'm sure you know. you no one will care if we say you. Hey, just wanted to let you know, John and Kevin sent me. So uh, they'll put your faces on the on the outside of the window when you walk in, and it'll be a John and Kevin recommended. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to give you guys a future here. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Thank you. Thanks for helping with our future. You're very welcome. Uh, But I think uh, if that's it for the dining review, then that will be it for our show. Does anyone else have any last second things that they want to plug or discuss Uh, for our Patreon supporters? We will have our Patreon post show that happens right after we're done with this. Uh, But beyond that, uh, if anyone else has anything to plug, now's your time. We've got two ABD trips next year, one in the summer, one in December. There's space available if you, uh, after seeing Teresa's Instagram or hearing Teresa talk about it. If you're interested, Kevin at Dreams Unlimited Travel, and I'll help you book it. There you go. Anyone else? You, you can say no. It's This is an audio show, too. Remember that. No. I have nothing else. Thank you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I really appreciate that. Uh, so thank you very much to everyone who took the time to listen and watch this. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, leave comments, questions, video suggestions in the comments section. If you are listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you can leave us a rating and review, that would also be very, very helpful. And of course, too, this was brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. So if you want to support us, the best way to do it is through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free, no obligation quote. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Diz Unlimited, which means we've reached the end, or should I say, the beginning of your future. Bye, everyone.